It's 11 minutes before the hour. You're listening to Raven Radio, KCAW in Sitka. Today is Thursday, August 26, 2021. I'm Brooke Schaefer with Raven News. A Sitka man was transported to the hospital after driving his pickup truck into a ditch Wednesday morning. Sitka police and fire personnel responded to the one-vehicle accident in the 2200 block of Halibut Point Road shortly before 8 a.m. Serena Wild, spokesperson for the Sitka Police Department, says the Ford pickup was outbound on Halibut Point Road near Sandy Beach when the driver steered it into the ditch beside the road and continued to drive there until running into a driveway culvert and coming to a stop. Wild said that police believe the incident was related to the driver's medical condition. He was transported to Mount Edgecombe Medical Center for evaluation. There were no passengers in the pickup and no other injuries reported in the incident. An $8.2 million deal to purchase and expand the former Sitka Community Hospital building will go before voters this fall as an advisory question. When the Sitka Assembly met on Tuesday, it voted on first reading to sell the former Sitka Community Hospital building and properties to the Southeast Alaska Regional Health Consortium. A second reading of the sale won't happen until voters have their say in October. KCAW's Catherine Rose reports. $8.25 million. That searches bid for the former Sitka Community Hospital building. The consortium now leases the building to house long-term care, but buying the property is its first step toward a multi-million dollar overhaul. Search plans to remodel the existing hospital building and expand its long-term care unit. The consortium also plans to build a multi-family residential building with 28 apartments. Search representative Megan Bozak said the bid was the only response to the city's request for proposals. It is a staged approach. We plan to hopefully get started on the remodel process as soon as possible and complete the housing unit by December of 2024. The project will include a budget of approximately $38 million, so certainly would provide a boost to construction sites and uh, sales tax within the community. The assembly went behind closed doors for around an hour to consider the sale terms. When it returned, it moved to authorize a sale. Only two members of the public commented on the motion. Nancy Yaw Davis said she was happy the assembly was putting the decision out to voters, but she wasn't happy with the purchase price. I was insulted by the $8.2 million for a magnificent, huge hunk of our property. During public comment, Richard Ween said he was troubled to learn that the city and search hired the same appraiser to assess the property value. And uh, I'm going to go to the library and rent deliverance because this is, whoa, incestuous as they come. Member Rebecca Hemshute asked about the property value appraisal and who did the appraising. City Administrator Leach confirmed that the city and search had hired the same person to appraise the property. Member Valerie Nelson, who sponsored the measure to put the sale on the ballot, was still against the sale itself. As much as I'd like to vote yes to make it go on to the public vote, I just have had the taste of caca in my mouth since the very beginning. I think that we've sold out our community. But other assembly members were in favor, including member Tor Christensen. I, on first reading, will have no problem voting for this uh, because it will send it to a vote. And Kevin Mosier. You know, I think it's a fair offer and it's going to go to the public. Um, This isn't, like I said, this is not a perfect solution, but it's an attempt to try to raise 
revenue so that we don't have to keep taxing pe people as much and to keep their quality of life better. Ultimately, the assembly voted six to one in favor of the sale with member Valerie Nelson opposed. The sale language will now appear on an advisory ballot question in the municipal election this October, but the assembly will not be bound by the outcome. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Catherine Rose. Sitka's temporary mask mandate has been extended for another month. When the Sitka Assembly met on Tuesday, it voted to extend the mask requirement for all public indoor spaces. The Assembly issued the mask mandate in late July, a few weeks after Sitka's coronavirus case rate spiked to its highest level since the pandemic began. It requires masks indoors, with some exceptions. Those who don't wear masks in areas where they're required may be fined $50. During public comment, six people spoke against a mask mandate. Most cited health concerns, skepticism about masks and vaccines, and concerns about personal freedoms. Linda Marlin said Sitka had to get back to normal. We have to get back to normal and start, start acting like our neighbors. I'm so sad to see people fighting against one another, family against family. We all are good people. You people in the city council mean well. But by God, we are the citizens of Sitka and we do not deserve something like this. Only one person spoke in favor of masking up. Darby Osborne said it's the neighborly thing to do. But even in the off chance that masks are not as effective as some say they are, why not put one on to protect your neighbors? I think that one of the most important values that we can all share as a community is empathy. And I think wearing a mask, not just to protect yourself, but to protect those around you shows that and helps make us closer as a community. During assembly deliberation, member Valerie Nelson, who voted against the mask mandate in July, said she would stay with that decision. I mean, you can't delegate morality and you can't dictate to people. And I think you're just going to create more problems than not by approving this. Thank you. But Rebecca Hemshute, who had been concerned about enforcement, said she hadn't heard the mandate had caused any new problems. I was prepared tonight to hear from people who would come with anecdotes of having been harassed or having suffered hardship from having worn masks in the last month. And I haven't heard that. I haven't had any businesses contact me to say that their folks have been in the line of fire. The police department created a code for the mask mandate. City Administrator John Leach said that since the code was established, the department hadn't received any calls about masking. Ultimately, the Assembly voted 5-2 to two in favor of extending the mask mandate for another month, with member Valerie Nelson and Mayor Stephen Eisenbeis opposed. It expires on September 28th, or when Sitka's COVID alert level shifts down from high to moderate. Skagway's tribal government is working to control the spread of invasive plant species around town. Their latest project involves members of the community pulling the butter and eggs plant, then bringing those plants into their office and walking away with actual butter and real eggs. KHNS's Mike Swayze reports. Yellow toad flax, commonly called butter and eggs, gets its nickname from the coloration of the flowers, a bright butter-colored petal with a darker yolk-like center. The plant was originally brought to the U.S. as an ornamental perennial, but has also been used to make yellow dye, and it's been used in folk medicine as a laxative, diuretic, and even a treatment for dropsy. So yes, it's lovely, and yes, it's useful, but it's also very good at taking over ecosystems and drowning out native plant species. 
Ruben Cash is leading the fight against the spread of invasive plants in Skagway. He's the environmental coordinator for the Skagway Traditional Council. It, well, it takes over everything and it's really hard to control once it's been established um, because it, you know, not only does it spread through its seed, but it also has those creeping rhizomes. Creeping rhizomes are vine-like roots that spread out underground up to 10 feet from each plant. So when you see a patch of yellow toad flax, you're actually seeing a bunch of plants sprouting from the same root system. So it's all considered one plant. So that's how you can get you know, 30,000 plus seeds out of a single plant is because it has all of these daughter plants that are all connected to it. The butter and eggs plant thrives on distressed soil in windy places. Skagway has plenty of both. The seeds look like little replicas of Saturn and are both lightweight and oily. Their light weight allows them to float through the wind. Their oily covering allows them to float on top of the water. So rivers transport them just as well as the south wind. They also tend to like snowy areas. Because those stalks stay erect after everything senesces dies off in the, in the wintertime, um, and those pods open up, and then the snow will fall, and they're really effective at skittering across the surface of the snow. That's a really efficient way for them to distribute themselves around. This is the first year of the battle against yellow toad flax in Skagway, and the STC is hoping to stop the spread more than eradicate the plant, because it's already gained so much ground. As an incentive in the battle this year, they are offering a bounty. The STC will give away a pound of butter and a dozen eggs for every four pounds of the plant that's brought in. So we figure for a single person, you know, 15 to 30 minutes, ought to be able to get four pounds of it. Cash says it's important to get as much of the plant out of the ground as possible, but you won't be able to get the entire underground root system. Grab it at the base and try and, you know, work it out so that you're working out some of that underground biomass. In the future, Cash says he hopes to have drone footage of the region that can pinpoint areas of spread. They will likely target those areas by planting native grasses that have shown some success, choking out the resources that the yellow toad flax relies on. Reporting from Skagway, I'm Mike Swayze. I'm Brooke Schaefer, and this has been Raven News. And now taking a look at the weather for Sitka for today, Thursday, August 26, 2021. Today, cloudy. Scattered rain showers, highs in the upper 50s, light winds. Tonight, mostly cloudy. Near Port Alexander, isolated rain showers in the evening. Scattered rain showers, lows in the lower 50s, west winds around 10 miles per hour. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy. Scattered rain showers, highs in the upper 50s, south winds around 10 miles per hour. You're tuned in to your community radio station, Raven Radio, KCAW, in Sitka. Mm-hmm. 